Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. 30 degrees in the American Standard Cooling. So I'll get it right. American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 645. Get that sign and put it down. I don't want to see that sign again or I'll clear this out. You got that? Bobby Knight. Or do we call him Bob? Or do we call him Robert Montgomery Knight? Gone at the age of 83, perhaps we just call him the general. Tony Katz, good to be with you. John Herrick joins us right now. He is the news director at 93 WIBC, and I also believe at Network Indiana. And he also uh, runs the pregame and the halftime and the postgame for a tremendous number of IU uh, games uh, and basketball included. And John Herrick as a guy who lives uh, in that world, of course, I think one of the things on the admissions test is how much do you know about Bobby Knight? What do you have to say about him? Uh, talk to me first about impact during the time. Well, Tony, uh, you know, everybody knows that, that Bob Knight died at the age of 83. But what you may not know is that, you know, he became the youngest coach at a Division One school in 1965 when he first broke in at Army. Uh, when he was 24 years old. And I think Army obviously knew something special uh, was imminent when they hired him. And then he goes on to make his mark at Indiana, of course, uh, won a school record 661 games, won 20 or more games in a season 29 uh, times, coached the U.S. Olympic team to a gold medal in Los Angeles in, uh, in 1984. And and, and here's what's interesting, Tony, that I've always you know, really respected about Bobby Knight. Um, he, I know, of course, a lot of people are going to remember the controversies, but here's one thing that you've got to think about with him. He never broke the NCAA rules. His players graduated. And also, he, he gave his, uh, his salary back at Texas Tech one year because he didn't feel like he earned it when he went on to coach at Texas Tech after Indiana. So and his teams always were physical. They always played defense. He made sure his kids did well in the classroom, uh, and he was very principled and came back and buried the hatchet. I think we all remember the 2020 game in February where he comes back to that Indiana-Purdue game, and he, and he has his homecoming to Assembly Hall. Crowd goes crazy. It was a day of healing for so many people. Um, the, the list of Bob Knight memories, uh, <laughs> it, it goes back decades, and it's, all, it's hard to you know capture and remember all of them. Right. So that I, I do, you know, I, I discussed earlier that if you didn't grow up here, if you didn't grow up in it, I, I have not felt that in my almost uh, heading into 10 years in, in Indiana that I really have the ability to engage the feel properly. I, I am and I will always be the outsider looking in uh, on that subject. How do people because you you grew up with this, you grew up with the history of this. How do people explain the emotion of what Bob Knight brought to Indiana during those years? First, I would say this, Tony, personality and swagger um, and toughness. And I think that, you know, when I go on these road trips with the IU football team, this, you know, 
we always I have a I have a chance to talk to the voice of the Hoosiers, Don Fisher, and the athletic director Scott Dolson. And Scott told me something a couple weeks ago that really sticks with me. It's, he was such a huge personality that when he walked into a room, other celebrities paid attention. They were like, "Oh dear, is that is that Bob Knight?" I mean, it didn't matter how big the celebrity was; he was that big of a celebrity himself because of what he was able to do from a coaching standpoint. And you've got to give a lot of credit to, to the way he was able to command a room. I mean, he'd walk into a room and he would just you'd be drawn to him. Um, so I, I think his, his presence, his, his attention to detail, uh, the way he coached the game, no matter where he coached, whether it was Army, IU, or Texas Tech, uh, is I think the thing that everybody's going to remember here. Talking to John Herrick, news director here at 93 WIBC, the hometown station, and of course, uh, a tremendous part of the voice of IU Athletics. Uh, Talk about the actual coaching of the game. You know, in addition to all the other work you do, uh, you do uh, do some some uh, work with, you know, Indiana sports and and and, and a, a huge Friday night um, radio program uh, uh, hosted by uh, Coach Bob Lovell. Uh, talk to me about the impact on his coaching on the game of basketball. What he brought to it that wasn't there before. I, I would just say he um, he really he really got his players to buy in. Uh, the you know you, the hardest thing is when you when you're a player. Um, you know, you come into a game with an individual mindset, but when you have the right coach, they can mold you into helping you understand how the team is supposed to play together. Bob Knight was great at that. Uh, his coaching legacy, Tony, is incredible. There are current head coaches in college basketball that are very appreciative of, of what Bob Knight did for them. I mean, Chris Beard, he coaches Ole Miss. He spent seven, season on Knight, seven seasons on Knight staff at Texas Tech. Of course, Dusty May, his Florida Atlantic Owls, just made the Final Four. He was a student manager at Indiana under Knight from 1996 to 2000. Of course, Mike Woodson now coaches IU. He plays for Knight back in the day. Steve Alford coaches Nevada now, played for Knight, won the gold medal for Knight. Um, he's been the head coach of six colleges, but he you know, got to start with Knight. Joe Pasternak is the head coach of UC Santa Barbara former student manager under Knight in the late 90s. And, of course, Mike Davis took over IU after Knight was fired, and Davis learned a lot from Knight, and now he coaches Detroit Mercy. Michael Lewis, he's now with Ball State. He played under Knight from 1996 to 2000. Marty Simmons um, from Eastern Illinois, he coaches there now. He also has ties to Knight. And Bill Parcells, even, was on the football staff at Army in 1966 when um, he was a part-time assistant for the basketball team under Knight. So he's even part of the Knight coaching tree. It's the, the Knight coaching tree goes back so many years and goes and affects so many different people that it's really, it's really impressive. John Herrick from 93.1 FM WIBC news director and heard throughout uh, football and uh, basketball broadcasts for IU. Uh, John, I appreciate you taking the time and talking to us. Thank you very much, uh, John Herrick. Uh, this is going to be the talk of, of, of Indiana and, and, and of sports, you know, uh, Leave it to leave it to Bob Knight uh, to tell the Texas Rangers, yeah, you won the World Series, but quiet down, kids. We got something serious to talk about here because this is what people are talking about. All right, may, maybe in parts of Texas, but not really. Uh, there is a legacy, 
And there's also, you know, that 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 post. And I didn't really want to get in so much to the post because uh, the after uh, IU, because that's that's all conjecture and barstool and, and there's nothing wrong with it. I wasn't, that wasn't for right now. For sure, not for, for right now.